0: Hello wealthy minded people, welcome to another episode of the Broke is No Joke podcast where I empower minority women to break the cycle of poverty and tap into prosperity and if you are previous viewers or listeners of anything that I teach financially then you know that I'm passionate about helping everyday women like you create financial freedom by first creating a new money blueprint through mindset transformation and building wealth for the next generation. So with this podcast, you will learn how to develop a conscious money blueprint and change the way how you think or believe about money so you can create a new money story. Today, I am going to be continuing the topic of God and your money If you are new, please go back and listen to the episode prior to this one, God and Your Money. And we're going to dive deeper into a second segment about debt as debt is a disease. So what we're going to continue on today is the Bible teaches that money should come by hard work. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. And this is Proverbs 10 verse 4 the new king james version and god was showing us in the bible he says that a slack hand becomes poor therefore any business dealings that you are in make sure that you're doing it from a place of love and not a place of just wanting money for just a little you know minute and think that that money is going to last You have, even the Bible tells you about hard work. So some people who don't want to work, don't like to work, but like to get easy money and then spend it so easily while people have to work so hard for what they want and can't even do the things that people do with, you know, the ones who um, try to rob or scheme people out of their wealth and their money. They spend money so easily because they don't know how to work for money. But God is saying, guess what? No matter how long you think that you are reigning, being an unfair and an unjust person, you will become poor. You will become poor no matter what, because you don't even know how this money is worked for. So this is just a reminder for persons who are not working the way how the Bible is telling us or sharing with us how we should work for our money. And then Proverbs 13, verse 11, also the New King James Version says, Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished but he who gathers by labor will increase. Wealth gathered by dishonesty will be diminished. So anything that you're doing, once it is out of the will of God and you are doing things to try to get money easy and want to be the the one to show off that I have money, always be reminded, as I say on my um, podcast, wealth is silent. People who are wealthy don't try to show or brag that they have money. People will literally either see or just in case they decide to tell you about what they have. So many times you see people want to flash things in front of your face and try to live up like the Joneses to say that I have this with all the latest gadgets. Um, They're just people flaunting things, but really they're not wealthy. Wealth is always silent. So let us go back. We spoke about money in the last podcast as being a tool to build wealth. Money is only the tool. God is the one who is a resource because he's the one who created the earth, the universe. He created everything. Therefore, all resources belong to God. Your job is the channel through which the money comes and the money is a tool that helps you to build financial wealth. And once you are building financial wealth, because some people believe that when they have money, it's all for themselves, but it doesn't matter how hard you work for this, even the um, the richest persons right now will share to you, even though they have their money, may they not be spending it all around for everybody, but they try their best to give back to others. And when you have more than enough, more than what you need, it is okay to benefit the kingdom of God. And this is how we give back to charities, we tithe, we sow seeds, but make sure that at any time you are helping other people. So money, therefore... We spoke about it is not the money therefore is important. It is important, let me say that. You know many people you'd have taught this. Um, and if you have no financial education at all, just know that uh, whatever we are sharing here is not financial advice, this is just experience from my personal experience, personal experience working with clients, personal experience just working with people on a hold that I see struggling financially triggered me to actually create this platform and even business. Even business, our financial service business and clients struggle themselves to pay. And when you realize you try to reach out to them for money, they will even tell you that they don't have it. They don't, but constantly they are still trying to get into debt. And that's why we're going to be talking about debt as a disease. Debt is a disease, not as a. it is a disease. So money is important, but God is saying that money must not be worshipped. It must not be worship. And that's why many people have twisted the Bible's verse that says the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of. The Bible didn't say money is the root. Because God know that we needed money anyhow at any time to use here. It may not have been physical money. And we spoke about that in the third po- first podcast. There was bartering. Even when Jesus was here, they demanded, um, they demanded taxes from him and his disciples. And where did he send for the money? Out of the, the mouth of the fish. To send for the coin. So you see that at the end of the day. God is the keeper of all resources. Because he came and He's doing the will of his father. And he could have said. Listen pick up money out of fish mouth. So now when you understand. That money is important. But you should not worship money. Then you understand how the verse goes in Timothy. That says that the love of money. Is the root of all evil. Not money itself. The money is merely a tool. That should be used for the expansion of the kingdom of God and to meet our needs, but not something to enslave us. Let me say that again. Money is a tool that is given for the expansion of the kingdom of God and to meet our needs, our daily needs, but not something to enslave us. So God is not saying to you, okay, now I know you need money, that everything that you do should be at a point where... I, I need, I need to, I need to go into debt. I need to get this. I need to have this in credit. I need to do this so that I can look like I have money, that I can look like I'm rich to show people who sometimes don't even see you. They are going through their own financial struggles. And it is time for every single one of you to hop off this financial struggle bus have been there, have done that wanting things and things and things, but not realizing in, 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 in um, In fact, that it was not the thing so much. When I was going through my financial struggles, God showed me. He said, listen, Latoya, I realize that even with these businesses, all you're trying to do is to get money. And I said, yeah, but I want money too. You know, I need money. I want money. (laughs) So you see the carnal man, the carnal mind saying to God, yes, you want and and you need. But God said he already knows what you want or need, even before we even think about it. So we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry. Because even Luke 4 verse 4, let us take it biblically still. He says, and Jesus answered him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but but by every word of God. And right there and then when I was struggling financially, God reminded me of Matthew 6 verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, not some latoya, all his righteousness and everything that you desire shall be added unto you. And I say, oh, wow, look at this. So God is showing us that we can have him, serve him with whole heart and truth and still have financial wealth. Because God himself created us to have dominion, dominion over the things of the earth. That means if you have dominion over things, cattle, beasts, you can have financial dominion you can have financial wealth. You can, you can have wealth so much that you can help to build the kingdom of God. And when God revealed this to me, he said, listen, from even from a, your youth, you have been giving back to other people when you didn't even have it like that. And we don't understand that some of us are created to be kingdom financiers. You and your, your kingdom financier when you are helping to finance the kingdom of god you're building you're supporting the ministry you're supporting the church is making sure that you know this ministry is, is going out, people are being fed by with the word with the with the truth um the the, the poor the orphanage that are unreached and untouched are here in word you're getting food you're you're getting something to help them to kind of bring them back to society so that they can also learn to come out of the poverty mindset because poverty um sometimes starts with a mentality Because you can look back and look at many people who came from poor situations. But today, they have wealth. They are rich. Because they understand how the mindset works. How we think everything in life is a mindset. And usually everything occurs spiritually before it manifests in the physical world. So God is saying that it's not more money that makes problems or create problems for you as a believer. But it is a misuse and lack of financial money management skills that creates problems. The misuse and lack of financial money management skills. Because if you're not managing your money, you know everything is going to go. And then you're going to wonder what's going on. But it is you. You are the problem. So you first must learn to look over your life. Face your financial fears. I am the one who is causing this, this defeat. Let me try to transform the way how I think. Right? Because God wants you to make, manage invest increase and expand his kingdom so let us dive into why we say that debt is a disease All right Proverbs 22 verse 7 the rich rule it over the poor and the borrower is the servant to the lender debt when you look at debt, you're looking at debt as a disease. What is one of the number one reason why many people are worried, frustrated, miserable, depressed, and angry with their life right now? If you were to do a survey, you would find out most of the times it is money or financial struggles that is keeping someone defeated. It is debt. And sometimes debt itself is not just the death of an individual when we're thinking about D-E-A-T-H. No, but it is debt, financial debt. Debt is the number one killer and biggest disease that seem to be spreading like wildfire across the nations. Consumers like you and I are being pushed to take on more and more debt every day. In the United States alone, it's required that you have a fair or good credit score to even get credit. And if you do not have good credit and you're deemed to have bad credit, guess what happened? They will still offer you credit. (laughs) But you know what happened? You're going to pay for this credit at your own expense because you're going to be hit with a very high interest rate and you will have to pay this bill back. And when you think about it, why is it they want to give me credit um, when I have bad credit? Think about it. Why would they want to give me credit when I have bad credit? Is it that they want to help me to finance my dreams? Hmm. Not really. Because if you're really helping someone, you're going to try a way not to put them into further financial um, ruins or financial hole where they can't dig themselves out. What they want to do is to keep you indebted. Because when you are indebted, that is how they get paid. They, They get paid by the interest that you pay. So that will help them to maximize their profits with the high interest debts that you are taking from them to acquire the things that you desire. And this is this is something that we have to begin to look at. Many banks are not your friend. Many banks are not your friend. Banks are in business to make money. And they make money when a consumer is uninformed. They make money When you don't understand how money works, they make money. When you don't understand what an APR is, they make money when you don't know know, know anything at all about interest, term of the loan, or anything like that. So at some point, they will try to limit you from getting their money. But okay, you know what? Let me still give you both conditions apply. So what you may be thinking of as a helping hand or a rescue plan Is also a debt trap. Debt. Debt trap. So when you're going to debt. You become so stressed. You can't find your way out. You're thinking about suicide. You're thinking about bankruptcy. Because you have already fallen in the debt trap. So more debt equals more interest. And more interest from you. Just to let you know. I remind you. is more profit for the bankers. So let us. Also taking review your financial situation and your debts at this very moment. Are you having a money challenge at this moment and you have to be very frank with yourself. When I wanted to transfer my whole financial life and um end up eradicating all the consumer debt and bad debt and pay off my student loan and those things, I had to take a deep look at my financial situation. Where am I at this moment? Where do I want to go? You know, how do I want to feel, get up and feel every day about my finances? So when you look at the picture, you're facing your financial fears and you want to ask yourself, how does it feel? How does this make me feel? Think about it and write your thoughts down. Because I want you today to face your money demons once and for all. That's what we're going to call them or money demons once and for all. Because let me tell you this. I have been broke before, broke too many times not to forget, and realize that the only way that I could have gotten out of my of this broke reality was to challenge and change my broke mentality. I had to challenge myself, I had to face my financial and worries and fears so I could change the broke mentality because broke in itself is really a mindset and you'll hear me say that all the time when you're broke is really a mentality you're so your mind is so clouded you can't think you can't see opportunities you can't see your way out of your situation you can't see your way out of these broke circumstances and you know all you're hearing is go and apply for another card go try to um reapply for another loan Go and try to consolidate that loan. And you'll find yourself in loans after loans, loan sharks. You can't sleep good at night. People calling you. You need to come pay the loan. You owe this. You owe that. Been there. So we have to get to a place where we say, no more of this. This is not the life that God has created for me. So if you realize and you go back to a time, you can think that when you are broke, you can't think straight. (laughs) You cannot think straight. I don't know about you, but when I'm broke, I can't think straight. Not even straight enough to walk on a a straight line if I was walking in in, in my mind. So this is how the debt trap works. A debt trap keeps you disempowered. A debt trap keeps you going to the motions wondering, where can I get more money to borrow? You know, where can I get more credit to use? And you want more and more debt, more debt. And it doesn't feel like you're doing something wrong because you're feeding that ego. This mentality, this mindset, I need to have more money. I need to pay the debts. I need to pay myself out. I need to go buy this new thing so I can go to this event with my girlfriends. I need to show up that I have the latest bag, the latest whatever item. I need to show up. I need to do this. And then you don't realize that you are going through an emotional state. Um, trying to get more debt, to cover more debt, to hide in more debt, to bury more debt until you are fully covered. I can't find your way out. So if you feel any form of the emotions I mentioned, I'm going to say to you today, it's time to release the burdens from your mind and get your money mindset right so that you can get your money right and you can get your your, your financial journey on a new path where you become debt-free. And don't ever think that debt-free is too hard for you. Remember again that debt in, debt in itself, debt, it, debt itself can keep you as a slave mentally for the rest of your life if you don't change this perception of who you are and that debt it. Is not something that you want to gradually be digging yourself into, especially consumer debt. So those are the things that you're going to start to work on. Paying off your debt should always be a priority. Whether you try, you're trying to use it as a leverage or not, paying off your debt should always be a priority. So if you have consumer debt, you have your cards and you think you're going to use 2000 per month, make sure you have 2000 cash to pay at the end of the month. So you don't pay any interest. That's how people talk about using money as leverage, credit as leverage. So you are using these people's money, but at the end of the day, I'm going to ensure that I pay this money off right? So make sure you have the money to pay the debt before you use it. Because what you'll find out, and I've been there, let me tell you, you will have a card for 10000 You use $2,000. i am going to pay back next month. Next month, come you don't pay it off. You pay 1000 You put $1,000. It, you go on to 3000 Next month is 1000 Till when you look, you have maxed out this whole card. Now you have a 10000 debt on your hand. Who is going to help you to pay it off when you get to 10000 See, more financial worry, more financial fears. So you have to f- create a plan Create a plan to, when you say your leverage, if you don't know how to leverage, don't try it. But if you know how to do it, fine. Because the longer you stay tied up in debt, it is the more you're going to become a prisoner to it. The Bible even made reference to debt as being a bad thing. And that is why people should remain. People should remain. That's why people still remain. Let me say this, stuck in debt and a slave to debt and we don't want that for you. We don't, I don't want that for you ladies who are here connected to this podcast, li- listening to this podcast. I don't want you to be continuously becoming a prisoner to debt because it is not good. I strongly believe as well that many money legacies were passed down to each and every one of us based on our environs and exposure to money think about it. How did we? Where did we get these behaviors from? Who did we see spending money like they had the, <laughs> a money tree or a bank that consistently pushes out money to them? Because main, main, mostly this is how our beliefs are shaped. Because if the Bible itself is stating that you are a slave to your debtors, that's a key indicator to be mindful of the debts you take and how you use it. Remember, Debt can be used as a tool. Using it as a tool and ensuring that you invest investing in things to take risk that will bring money to you. If you're going to be using debt, should be the only way. So if you're going to invest in a business, money going to turn over. You say, okay, three, four, six, whatever month's time I'm going to pay this off. Fine, but make sure whenever you're trying to use it this way that you have a plan. And um, I must share with you that I've learned all these lessons the hard way about debt. So believe me, when I'm sharing this with you, is to help someone so you understand how to eradicate this, 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 this disease of getting into debt and joining yourself into debt. Um, it starts off just by being having this broke and mindset. And um, you know, when you think about if you really can't afford something, and the only time you can buy something is on your credit card, leave it. Because if you don't have the cash to pay it at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the, you know, whenever wherever most credit cards are due at the end of the month, then just avoid it. But this is the first stage of realizing that debt is a disease. This is the debt realization part for you to open your eyes. And I want you to release the slavery mentality. Because that first starts with the money control in your mind. How you think about money. How you see yourself spending money. Because if you see yourself, oh, I have this car, let me spend, let me buy. If you can control this emotion, if you can control the emotions in your mind, then you will not go out of your way to overspend when the money triggers come. But you learn how to manage what you have until you're intentional about what you, you you need and what you can afford. So be intentional. Let the goal be for the rest of the year. Be intentional about what you need and what you can afford. Because if you ever heard this term, I don't know if you have money doesn't like noise. Well, money runs, runs actually runs from you when it sees that you're always hunting and chasing it. <laughs> right? Money should be attract, not pursued. So if you get to a state where you're calm, you understand how this whole money thing works, you stay in a state of expectation and you learn the three S's of money, how I save, how I spend, and how I stash what I have. But I want for every single ladies, any woman, anybody who listens to this podcast, to know that you can end the paycheck to paycheck cycle and live in abundance and be on the road to becoming debt-free. Debt-free is available for everyone. And when you see someone, don't ask how did they do this, because you can do it too. Remember, debt is a disease, but it's also a curable one. And no matter how deep your debt wounds are, I'm reminding you today, Latoya is saying to you, it requires an honest view, and overall picture of your financial situation, but it will also require a special and unique approach to address your financial history and begin your debt-free journey. But it is so worth it. So begin by saying today with me, no to any additional debt, no more debt. And I will look for ways. A matter of fact, when I believe I have um, overspent too much on a card, I tuck it in a drawer and I say, okay, you're going to stay here until I pay all this money off. Then maybe I might take you back out. So there are cards I have that are zero out. There are cards that I use. And let me tell you, sometimes I even, I'm going to be honest. You get over to the point where you are using it and you realize, hey, do, how did I get to these couple thousand? Because mentally I'm going to pay it back. And then when you look, oh, I probably use this 5,000 to do something if you don't pay the card off. So we have to change how we think and how we approach these things. Because if you are not mindful, then you wrap this thing up and you have a high debt to, to go back and pay back on these consumer cards. So say no to additional debt, and then you're going to look for ways to increase your income. How can I make more so I can begin my debt-free journey? And then another thing, make a list of all your debts, the highest to the lowest, make a list of them, and make a plan to tackle them off, and please avoid any form of new debt. It don't matter who it is for, no new debt, no new debt. Start walking around saying, no new debt, no new debt. I need to become debt-free. Okay. I hope you have found some value. Thank you very much for connecting, listening to this podcast. And I hope you have found some value in the information shared here. I hope this information has empowered you to make more sound financial decisions and to also empower you to become financially successful. If at any time you need any of my resources, I have resources on my website www.gogetamotivation.net. I have eBooks, the Money Mindset eBook that will help you to transform your whole money mindset. I have another uh, New Money Blueprint eBook. All of these are good to help you to reprogram your mind and also just stay connected here. Stay connected here so you can learn more how to become financially empowered feeling abundant and prosperous when it comes on to your finances. Be blessed and thank you again for joining the Broke is No Joke podcast because broke itself is no joke, but honey, we're all stepping into financial dominance and financial prosperity.